Hey guys, what's up? It's Becca Hayes, and I'm sure you guys can guess what I'm about to talk to you about. Your drinking water, your tap water, what is going into your homes, what is going into your body, your mind, and your spirit. Uh, first of all, I want to congratulate Blair Lemont and Kelly Merritt. They are recent owners of the Enaviv water system in their home. They've had it for a couple weeks now, and they already are feeling the difference on their skin and their hair and obviously feeling the difference internally, um, tasting the water. It's a different taste. Uh, overall, their health is already increasing for the better. There's toxins and chemicals that are getting dumped into our drinking water, our tap water. Recently, there was a video that just recently leaked out, and I'm going to be talking about that and probably in a few more episodes ahead. The episode is called Watch the Water. It's, um, it's on rumble.com. You could probably go there and look it up now if you don't want to wait for me to come out and talk about it. But come to find out the coronavirus has actually been dumped in our water systems the last couple of years. That's why it spreads so rapidly. It makes sense. Put it in the water. Um, and it's not what you think it is too. So there's a little preview for you, but not to mention that, but also the arsenic, the pesticides, the nitrates, aluminum, hormones, lead, fluoride. Fluoride's such a big one because a lot of people think that is healthy to ingest, which is so not healthy. It might be okay as oral care uh, occasionally. I don't like orally, but that's not a sexual joke. <laughs> but it's not, fluoride is just not good. Just a few facts on fluoride. Fluoride is the only drug forced into our water supply with no control of dosing. Um, there have been 23 plus human studies and 100 animal studies that link fluoride to brain damage. Um, that's a pretty big deal, guys. 41% of American children have dental fluoritis caused by excess fluoride. Take control of your health and monitor what is going into your, your water and what is going into your body, your children's bodies. Enavive Water is there to help you. They're the good guys. Uh, they will beat anybody's prices. They have financing available. I mean, there is no excuse not to have fresh, pure water in your home. If you're in Utah and you live around Pleasant Grove, you can go to their location and get free water. Take control of your health and watch your health turn around once you've had pure water and once you stop drinking the poison. Let Enavive Water come out to your home or go to their location in Pleasant Grove let them show you what you're drinking. Let them show you what is in your water and let them educate you. Please give my friends a call at 801-993-0080. That's again, 801-993-0080. Or you can go to their website at enaviv.com. That's E-N-E-V-I-V-E.com. Can no freeze the way to be? everybody. Welcome back to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes. And with me today is a very special guest. I have Chase Hudson here. He is the founder and owner of Hemp Lucid, which is an amazing company. And I'm going to get into my experience with some of his products here shortly. But Chase, um, I want you to tell a little bit about yourself. Right before we get into that, I want to tell people how we met. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it a, a cannabis expo? Is that yeah, what you call it? It was a cannabis expo. Okay. That was my first one ever attending or even actually like selling stuff at, which I don't sell cannabis. Right. But I had so much fun and I met some pretty amazing people there. 
you being one of them. Mm-hmm. And we just, I think you came over to my station eventually and we started talking about some of our spiritual awakening experiences, yep. Yep. which connects you like mm-hmm. so much because you get what the other person was going through, is going through. Um, and obviously we're going to get into those juicy details later on. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be great to hear about your experiences. Yes. So we met that, that way. And then we kind of just kept in touch and I've been following you on Instagram, vice versa, and, um, seeing all the adventures you're going on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that if we have time and yeah, you're just kind of doing your thing, living, living your life to the fullest, it seems like, but yeah, tell us a little bit um, about you, Chase. Okay. And how you got into uh, Hemp Lucid. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah. So, just a little bit of my background. I came from the fire service. So, I was a fireman for eight years, went to college, uh, got my uh, bachelor's in emergency management and fire science. And yeah, I did that, um, was in that industry. Um, yeah, for about eight years. And then I just had, I had a couple of tough calls and just being in the industry, it was like very political and mm, yeah. it just, it finally got to a point where I'm like, uh, I think my calling and purpose is a little bit bigger than this. Um, so I moved back to Utah. Um, I was in Colorado and New Mexico at the time. Um, you went back and forth between the two? Yeah. So I, I came out to Utah for school and then graduated and then was in Colorado working there for a little bit and then I worked down in New Mexico for a little bit and then when I was in New Mexico I was like okay now I gotta I gotta move on to something else. God New Mexico just (laughs) what's there? (laughs) Beautiful red rocks. Oh that's nice okay never never have a desire to go. (laughs) Yeah I mean it's there's some enchanted parts of it but um Mm. Yeah, it's it's mostly desert. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, moved back to Utah. Um, moved in with my uh, one of my best friends from college, and um, Talon, who is mm-hmm. my current partner, and we're Love actually having a kid in July. Yeah, and then uh, her sister Saren, um, and we all live together, and. Um, that's really when the start of our kind of journey started to begin. Um, we all went through a very radical awakening. Um, I would say a deconstruction of old programming and an installation of new programming. Um, and yeah, we took a trip to Peru together. Um, this was after we started the company. I mean, we, we all went through an awakening together and through that awakening, we decided you needed something more. Yeah. People needed something. People needed something. Mm-hmm. It's, it really, we started the company cause there's just so much needless suffering happening in the world. And with our own individual experience with CBD and how that was changing our minds and changing our bodies. Um, and then watching how it was changing other people's minds and bodies. Um, when, when I first started the company, it was just me. And on the weekends, I would do demos at Good Earth or Sherlin's or... Love some, Good Earth. Yeah, yeah, Love Good Earth. That's my, that's my home <laughs> I love them. Home. Yeah. They didn't kick me out during the mass pandemic. 
<laughs> they let me wear one or not wear one when I went yeah. in. I love them. Yeah, me too. It's, shout out to Todd. Mm-hmm. He's the owner. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because I was I would I would hand out samples and I would start to see this mind to body connection that people were starting to have, and it I was just like, oh my gosh, this is uh, this is some really powerful stuff. And when you say real quick, I'm going to stop you. When you say you started to see this mind body connection, are you talking about they started coming back and telling you about their experiences or like in that first initial meeting? Yeah, that first initial meeting. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have a product that's a water soluble product that works within five to 10 minutes. Works Mm -hmm. really quick. And so I would, um, I would give somebody just a little cup of it and I would sit and talk to them and I got, I got to this point where I was able to read people's body language really well. And I think that actually also came from my fire days, like being in calls, looking at people's body language. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a safety thing. Yeah. Um, So I would look at people's body language and their shoulders would like drop and they would become relaxed. And I would always ask them because it was mostly for pain. You know, everybody has everybody has pain yeah and um i'd be like so how's your pain and uh i'd like watch them and they'd be like oh my gosh it's 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 not as bad as it was or it's gone and at that moment this connection would happen to where the mind is connecting to the body and because a lot of these people were elderly or taking a lot of pharmaceuticals and just like going in health food stores just trying to get some relief Mm-hmm. Um, it's always fun to watch like, okay, some hippie kid just gave me a little <laughs> cup with CBD in it and <laughs> it actually worked and I can actually connect, like my mind is connecting to this pain that is no longer there. And so it would, that would like dovetail into, um, you know, other holistic treatments and like people's minds would start to become open to other alternative treatments and alternative medicine and um yeah and so that uh that kind of sparked the like okay I'm all in I'm all in on this and I I went all I went all in and me Talon Nate and Saren um, I slowly kind of convinced them to quit their jobs and wow, which is probably scary, right? Oh, super scary. Going into the oh unknown. Yeah. That's so rewarding. And it's, you know, we all spent all of our savings and just, you know, we weren't really, we were startup, you know, with no investors and we were just bootstrapping and, um, yeah, so it's grown into, um, you know, a very successful company. This is our sixth, sixth year in business. Wow. Um, we are nationally recognized brands. We're in all 50 states. We do some international business. Um, but I really, really attribute our success to the genetics that we're using. So we're not just using a typical hemp genetic. Um, this genetic's been, you could say, carefully crafted, um, for even like f- about four to five years before we even got a hold of it. So it's a cross between a medical marijuana genetic and a hemp genetic. So it has a multiple um, array of additional cannabinoids and terpenes. And so we're just, we have a product that gives the body um, 
a product that has additional cannabinoids to help with um, various ailments. So what did what did uh, the cannabinoids do to the body? Like just like a a few things. Yeah. So each it's it's pretty wild, <laughs> um, and the unfortunate part about our industry is that just there there hasn't been a lot of research in it because mm-hmm. they've it's Schedule One. So um, yeah, just hardly any research at all, and that's starting to change. There's some companies that are popping up that are actually starting to do clinical research. Um, but you know cbd is very very good for inflammation um mm-hmm. it it's really works really well for sleep pain um let's see uh, it's a neuroprotectant it's neuropathic it's neurogenerative um it's it brings homeostasis to your being that's why you feel good after like after what you were administering, well, not administering, well, kind of, but handing out in the store mm-hmm. in the beginning, you mm-hmm. saw that after 10 minutes, people just kind of like relax. Yep. Yeah. It interacts with the, so all mammals have something called the endocannabinoid system. And so the system is responsible. Its purpose is to maintain homeostasis within the body and our own bodies produce cannabinoids. And so when like, People talk about the runner's high. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually your body producing a cannabinoid called anandamide. I love that high it's, when I used to uh, run. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's your own body producing cannabinoids. Yeah. And with cannabis, these cannabinoids also interact with that system within your body. So there's over 100 different cannabinoids in cannabis, and each one has a different effect on the body. So we're the, some of the anecdotal research is starting to come out. It's like CBN it helps with, um, it's really good for sleep. Um, CBDA in its acid form before it's decarboxylated uh, is really good for nausea and pain um, and inflammation better than CBD. And then you have another cannabinoid called CBG which is more of a energy and focus cannabinoid. So it's, it's pretty remarkable, this plant. And it's, it's exciting because some of the research is starting to happen now. Mm-hmm. And I think um, as the research continues, you're going to see a lot of um, individual cannabinoid medicine. So I think that kind of the future of medicine is going to be individual cannabinoid formulations. So they'll take your genetic testing and there's actually a company already doing this, but um, they'll take your genetic testing and they'll run it through a database and they'll say, okay, for pain, sleep, um, energy, these are the types of formulations we recommend for your genetic makeup. Mm, I mean, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and blood type, you know, you have a lot of things to consider. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time and it's, it'll be, it'll be exciting to see what kind of research starts to actually come out. Well, it seems like what sets you apart, like your company set, like what sets you apart from other companies is obviously your product that you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it's, 
I feel like you're breaking down your product a lot more for certain things of the body, the mind or the spirit. It seems like instead of like saying, oh, just take the CBD, you know, it basically does all. Mm -hmm. That's not what you're saying. You're saying that there's actually certain products that are tailored to what your needs are for sleep, um, for nausea, for energy. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, we're, um, we're actually in the middle, not in the middle. We're actually almost done, but we're rebranding our company and we're relaunching our company here in um, we're shooting for the first part of May, but sometime in May. Um, so new logo, new colors, new website, new product offering. And we're going to start, um, really getting into that granular, like specific cannabinoid combinations for certain functions. So what made you want to relaunch? Like to just, did it just come to you through like meditation one time? Like what makes you want to relaunch? Um, or I mean like re-like label and things like that. Yeah, so our, so there was, we were kind of the second wave of the CBD industry. First wave, there were under five companies that really got established. And then we were on the second wave. Um, and our logo is like a drop with like a, a P. Yeah. Um, and over time, a lot of companies have just ripped off our logo. Oh, okay. So it's some of that. Um, and then we we want to be more, well, we're, we're going to be more community-based, co-creation-based. Oh, I love that. Um, and so the logo that we've gone with, like, really represents that. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's still called Hemp Lucid, though? It will be, yes. Okay, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. And how many how many stores are you in? Because I know, at least locally, you're in Meadows. I've seen your product there. Mm-hmm. Um, in um, Good Earth. Yep. Um, what what other stores? Yeah, G- um, Ginger's, Sherlin's. We're in uh, Fairweather up in Park City. And then almost every vape shop smoke shop here in utah mm-hmm. i mean i would say we're i mean utah's our home so we have a pretty good spread here yeah yep um and then i would say a couple thousand stores across the country how does that feel when you say that 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 where you started now you're like we're in a like a couple thousand stores yeah it feels it's it's good it's good because it's just it's more of an opportunity to people get for yeah. people to get you know i don't well, it's, it's, yeah, to get the good product right. and you're spreading this. Also, it's awareness too. People are realizing what's uh, happening in, to their body when they take your product. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got to feel good knowing that there's so many people that are enjoying this and it's working. Yes. Yeah. And they're not turning to pharmaceuticals. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really the the underlying mission and the goal is to, to just get people off that stuff. Because... Mm-hmm. You know, I've been on them, you know, everybody at the company's been on them. We've had, I mean, I've got people that work for the company that were, you know, addicted and um, just, I mean, we all know somebody whose life has been ruined Mm -hmm. by prescription pills. And so, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, I mean, it's kind of a a war, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are starting to... I feel like the awareness of kind of how, I mean, evil some of these pharmaceutical companies are. I mean, Western medicine's great, you know, the, the trauma side of it 
you know, my life has been saved by it. I think, you know, maybe all of our lives have been saved by, um, you know, the trauma side of Western medicine, but the pharmaceutical side has just gotten out of control. Yeah. Just out of control. And so we're just trying to play our part in I love it. helping people show them that there's, you know, there's other things that can help. Well, I have to tell you, so I've, you gave me some of your product when we met at the, the weed place, <laughs> the cannabis the Utah cannabis convention. Yeah. Sorry. That was probably disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> and prior to that, I really, you know, I'm in a bunch of plant medicines. I love plant mm-hmm. medicine. Oh, I yeah. preach it all day long. But the one thing that I felt like I haven't been able to like understand or wrap my mind around, like I, I get it, but it it doesn't really affect me like it does other people was cannabis. Mm-hmm. And it's probably obviously because I was doing the wrong stuff. You know, I didn't have the right people to talk to. And so I'd never really had this good relationship with it. And then you came along and you gave me some of your products. You gave me, I don't remember, but three boxes, a red, a yellow, and a green. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which ones. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which one's the green box? That's the hemp seed oil. The hemp seed oil. Yep. So you, it's CBD mixed with hemp seed oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one I love. Awesome. I haven't tried the other ones yet, but it's only because I've I've been using that one, but I use it before sleep. Okay, cool. And I had, prior to that, I had a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that thing will knock me out. Awesome. And I was like, I mean, I, I've tried Unisom, mm. um, other o- over-the-counter sleeping pills, uh, even a few times, which ugh, I hate to even admit this, but the stupid Zequil, because what I, I lay down and my mind doesn't turn off. Right. And then obviously meditation and a bunch of other things have helped me come very far. But your your product, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's something here. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of my first positive thing on cannabis. Mm-hmm. The other two, the the red box and the yellow box, what are those? Yeah, so the red one is the water soluble. Okay, that's the one. Was that the one you were handing out to people? Uh, yes. Okay, so, and what's the yellow one? Uh, that one is the MCT, so CBD oil in MCT oil. In MCT, isn't that good for your brain? Yes. Is yeah. that so? What's that one for focusing and stuff? No, that one's more. Um, so MCT oil is colorless and odorless, and so um, for people that are that like the um, like cannabis taste. Um, that's kind of why we created that one. It's just, it's lighter and you get more of the cannabis taste in that. The hemp seed oil is, it's like a heavier, more like robust oil that kind of covers up the taste. So it it really comes down to more of a taste. Oh, so it's just more taste. They basically all three do the same. It's just Mm -hmm. more taste. Oh, okay. Yep. I was scared to do the other ones because I was like, no, this one's for my sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be like knocked out during the day. Um, so those those three, are they like for relaxation and sleeping? Because it puts me to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends. Um, like I take I take a light dose of CBD during the day just because it, it takes away like my anxiety, my racing mind. Mm-hmm. It helps me focus. And then at night I take like two full droppers. So oh, it, two. Yeah, it just it comes down to like dosing and how your body interacts with it it's, okay. it's like it's you have to be very interactive with mm-hmm. it and you just gotta like you just gotta try it out yeah i went down to a half of the um the what are those little droppers called the droplets yep i did i went down to a half because i was i was 
sleeping so good. I wasn't waking. <laughs> I mean, I was waking up obviously, but I was like, man, like I could keep sleeping because I felt so good. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think because my body's like, gosh, finally, it's been. 30 some nine years and you're finally getting a good night's rest. And so I went down to half, but sometimes depending on the day, I do a full mm. dropper. Um, also you had gummies, which are so good. Yes. Okay. I took those during the day and I felt just like kind of what you described, just kind of felt more relaxed, more yeah. um, kind of give less fucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just you know, it felt ease. good. Yeah. At ease. Mm -hmm. I love the gummies. Yeah, me too. What other products do you have? Uh, we have topicals, um, Lots of topicals, gel caps, and we just released uh, our, we're really excited about this product, but it's uh, functional mushrooms, medicinal herbs, and then a small amount of CBD in a capsule. Wow. So we built those, oh man, I've been working on those for like almost two years. I brought on some master herbalists from um, actually good earth hired three master herbalists Wow! and they all formulated these products and they're, they're awesome. Can um, I get a sample of these? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I love mushrooms. So like soon as yes. you said mushrooms, I'm like what? My ears are perked. <laughs> Me too. They're, <laughs> they're incredible. They are. I mean, that's, that's the next wave. I mean, yeah. I think we're, I mean, you're starting to see it in the supplement industry, but mm -hmm. I think functional mushrooms are going to be kind of how the initial CBD craze was. Mm -hmm. And when you say functional mushrooms, what do you mean by functional? Yeah, so so the products we created, um, so we did a sleep product, a stress product that works on the HPA axis. So the nervous system, um, that product actually pulls your nervous system um, from fight or flight to mm -hmm. rest and digest. And um, that's, that's probably my favorite of the three. Uh, and then we created an immune product. And so... Each product has a blend of mushrooms except sleep. So sleep only has the reishi mushroom. Mm -hmm. so Love reishi. Yeah, the one mushroom that's actually been studied for sleep. Um, and then the other two have a just a blend of chaga, cordyceps, um, lion's mane. Um, All great mushrooms. Yeah, awesome. So th it's kind of similar to microdosing in a sense, kind of along yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I would say our stress formula is, people have reported that it's it's pretty much like a microdose. Mm -hmm. um, like stackable microdosing, not straight on. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. It's great stuff. Well, I think you're doing a great job with your company. I'm excited to try your new products that are coming out. And Thank I'm, you. I'm excited to see um, the new branding that you're re releasing soon. Mm-hmm. And you also have an online website too. What's your online website? Yep, just hemplucid.com. They can order products and get shipped anywhere in the United States or around the world. Um, anywhere in the U.S. Some international some international laws are changing quickly, so we don't do too much retail international shipments right now. But anywhere in the U.S., you can get them. Awesome. Now you just got back from. Um, Peru mm -hmm. and Costa Rica. Can yep. you tell us like why you went there and what you did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm dying to know. Yes. So I've been gone, yeah, a month and just a little bit over a month. So yeah, my trip started in Costa Rica. So I'm currently taking a, um, a psychedelic integration and microdosing course through a company, um, a third wave. And I've, it's a seventh month, seven, yeah, seven month long course. 
And part of that was a trip to Costa Rica where um, we spent a week together and just just learning, um, doing a lot of workshops, um, a lot of hiking, and we did a big ceremony together. And so I was, which was awesome. I mean, just phenomenal group of people. Um, I s- that's where I really started to f- figure out the power of co-creation and like co-evolution with high, like a high functioning, high vibrational group of people and what you can really create. Um, and I've, I've always heard the term like people are medicine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I can like kind of see that. Um, but this trip, like really, I like actually experienced that. And um, I had some wonderful experiences um, with people that like my physiology was changing. I could like actually feel my physiology changing. Around really? Them. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. Um, so yeah, I, I was in, did that for a week. And then for two weeks after that, I uh, just bummed around Costa Rica with a couple locals. And these people are just coaches. That's what they do. They're life coaches, business coaches, um, microdosing coaches. And they, um, yeah, they, uh, it was <laughs> like, it wasn't a vacation. It was actually work. And they were training me to, um, essentially bring awareness to like self-defeating thoughts and behaviors and patterns and um, just constantly interrupting my thinking and like be present and over communicate and how are you feeling and just that two weeks was like an exercise to really pull me out of my mind. Um, Separate the two, the mind and the... Yeah, because the Western world is just, it's all intellectual, it's Mm -hmm. all mind, you know, we're always in our mind and... Logic, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're not in our bodies and we're not feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was a, that was a very powerful two weeks. Is it, was it just like kind of like a Miyagi thing where they'd snap you if you like started to go down like a thinking road? Pretty <laughs> like, much. Get out of your head. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it wow. Was just, it was constantly being disrupted. Throughout the whole day. Like you weren't on like day. any like plant medicine or nope. anything like that. Just nope. normal. Really interesting. Yep. Oh, it wow. It was just constantly like you know, get up, meditate for an hour, yoga for an hour, sit, eat fruit, like, and everything was a ceremony. So, um, it's like we would come together and create a space in a container. We would open the ceremony and then we would, we would close the ceremony. Um, and so it just, I just, I learned so much. Did you ever get frustrated during that? You did? Every day. Every day. Because I'd be like, okay, didn't we already do this? Like, you know, especially our mentality, our Western mentality, it's like satisfaction right away, right? Yes. And and no patience and, you know, yes. it's go, 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 go. Yep. And to step out of that, that has to be difficult. Yes, it was challenging. It was challenging. And I, I, had, I had one experience um, that was so psychedelic. And I was, I was laying there one night and... I had this energy release inside my mind where it was such a physical, violent effect on like the left side of my head Mm -hmm. that my first initial thought was somebody just hit me in the head with a baseball bat. For real? Yeah. 
It, it felt like somebody hit you in the head. Yeah, it was just such a violent release of energy. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, I think I'm, am, am I dying? Like, and I had, have you ever had sleep paralysis? Uh, describe that. What is it? Uh, it's like when you wake up, but you can't move your body. Yes. Well, that, I feel like I was overcome by an entity. That was when I was like eight years old. Okay. <laughs> he just took me back to a, a scary time. But yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was, it, that's what it felt like. Wow. So for about 30 seconds, I'm like, okay, I'm alive, but am I having a stroke? Like, am I going to die in the jungle? Like, and then I just, everything started to come to, and then I just, I broke out in severe sweats and started shivering. And like, it was, it was one of the weirdest experiences that I've and, had. And you weren't on anything. Nope. And you, what did you do prior to that day? You ate fruit? Yeah, it was just a normal. Or you thought you ate fruit. You're <laughs> <laughs> have, some, have some papaya. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a normal day, but I think it was, yeah, it was, I, it just felt like a, a big energy release. Did you talk to somebody about it? Um. Yeah, the next day. What did they say? They described it, it as like, an energy release. It's like, yeah, it's. And actually, I've, I've read about um, like disrupting thinking patterns, like your mind starts to rewire synaptic pruning and you start to create new neural networks and new neural pathways. And um, I, th I think, you know, that's <laughs> maybe what happened. Um, but I also think it that experience was actually also prepping me for my experience in Peru. Because um, we're still in Costa Rica right now. Yeah, we haven't gone to Peru Rica, yet. Okay. Right. All right. Um, yeah. So after after that two weeks and then then I went to Peru and did. So for the last three years, I've done ayahuasca at this center called Niue Rao. And I've done. Um, yeah, I've gone three years in a row now. Every year you go and do an ayahuasca retreat with them mm -hmm. and they last, what, about a week? Um, so last year I did a month long retreat. Oh my gosh, you're very committed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and well, yeah, that last year I was having just neurological issues and stress of COVID and running a business. Oh, I and bet. Just my nervous system was breaking down. Yeah. And so I was, I was, yeah, I was having health issues and I just knew the only way to fix it was to go to the jungle and remove myself from all western culture and input and sit in a hut in the middle of the jungle and drink ayahuasca with shamans mm -hmm. and i did that for a month and it it healed all the issues that i had um and so yeah so i went down there and i call it like my yearly cleaning Oh, I love that you take care of yourself. Like a lot of people don't, most people actually don't do the inner work. Mm -hmm. And we try to do the outside work thinking it's going to affect mm -hmm. our inner, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It starts with the inner and you got to go back into there. Yep. Like, just like you said, yearly, at least for something intense like that. Yep. Yeah. The deep, deep inner mm -hmm. work. Ayahuasca is so intense. I, I'm dying. To, so tell me about your experience. Like, yeah, so <laughs> I'm on the edge. So um, the center I go to is called Niue Rao, and something that they do that not a lot of ayahuasca centers do is they put you on a plant diet. So it's not just drinking ayahuasca. So what that looks like is you get to the center and you come with your list of intentions, 
health problems, um, things that you want to address while you're there. And you sit down with the shaman, the head shaman, Ricardo, and he goes over these intentions with you and then he'll actually prescribe you a plant to take every morning. And so there's at that center, they do about 20 different plant diets. So just depending on, um, what you're trying to heal from depends on what he prescribes to you. And does do these certain kind of plants are they like psychedelic or are they just normal like eating like? Yep, just normal eating. Okay, like a salad or something. Yeah, yeah. non psychedelic plants, and you take them in the form of a shot. So oh, like wheatgrass shots. Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. So when I was there last year, I dieted a plant called Pino Blanco, and that's um, Blanco white. Yep. Full. <laughs> That that's a powerful plant. <laughs> what was that for? Um, so that was for my nervous system and also love mm. and light. Like I was going through a really dark time, mm-hmm. and they say that that plant doesn't have any shatana, which is dark energy mm. or negative energy. So it's just full light and love, and it's cool because these plants will actually come to you in various ways so they'll come to you in your dreams Mm. they'll show up in your dreams um they also show up in your ayahuasca ceremony so they're kind of like an ally that you're able to use while you're in ceremony i love that yep and so this the plant that i dieted this time was called morosa which is very good for connecting you to your feelings and emotions and also good for the nervous system. And yes, lots of emotions and feelings for those two weeks. Um, uh, Yeah. So when you say two weeks, tell me about like, are you doing ayahuasca every couple days or is it every night? Like, what do you do in the two weeks? Yep. So ceremony is Monday and Tuesday and then you get Wednesday off and then back on Thursday and Friday and then you get the weekends off and ceremony starts at eight and typically 8 p.m. Yep. Okay. 8 p.m. Um, and lasts typically till about midnight. Um, if the ayahuasca is really strong, then sometimes I'll go to like two, three in the morning. Um, just, and it also depends on the energy and the maloka and, um, also who's in there. Um, but yeah. And then it's, it's, it's such a beautiful thing because ceremony starts at eight everybody gets in there. You have your own spot and the shamans come in and everybody goes up by one and drinks the shots and goes back to their mat and um once everybody drinks and the shamans also drink and do they take the same dose uh they take a pretty light dose it's more like a micro dose yeah i mean these guys are just i mean it's the shipibo lineage i mean ayahuasca is in these guys dna yeah they bleed ayahuasca yeah yeah drinking it i mean one of the shamans there his grandfather was giving it to him when he was a baby oh my gosh just like drop at a time yeah so wow yeah very very in touch with the spiritual world and the spirit realm and energies i mean there's they're incredible guys and girls um yeah so you drink and then within 
Uh, typically with about 20 to 30 minutes, uh, one of the shamans will start singing. He'll start singing Ikaros and he'll start cleaning the Maloka of energy. And um, he kind of brings everybody into this like spiritual place together. So it's like you're like you're traveling, you're, mm-hmm. you're traveling dimensions and you're traveling realities. And um, and then once everybody's kind of settled into the experience, then um, at this center you get individual Ikaros, so individual songs. So the facilitators will come to you and um, get you and bring you to the mat. Um, in like front the center of the, and the mat? Um, or your your mat? Uh, no, this um, a mat right in front of the shaman. Okay. So kind of like how we're sitting. Mm-hmm. So this is how you would sit. And then the facilitator um, communicates to the shaman what your intentions are or um, essentially what needs to be cleaned out of your body. And so they'll communicate that to the shaman and then they'll start singing to you. And it's, 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 it's the most incredible experience. Um, cause you can, you can feel them in your body, extracting trauma, removing, mm-hmm. removing blockages. Um, and you purge a lot. I mean, I pretty much purge every time they sing to me. Um, I was going to ask you, especially having that two week length of time, mm-hmm. because, you know, around here and other places, I think the common is three nights, like underground ones, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Um, so two weeks, I can't imagine purging <laughs> that much. Like, how, I mean, I guess they feed you a lot, right? Like a lot of fruits and mm, kind of no, like you, you eat five things, fish, potatoes, plantains, two, yeah. two types of uh, lentils and you get oatmeal in the morning but it's the same thing so it's mm. it's it's designed to remove essentially all input mm-hmm. so you become so sensitive to energy mm. so like long-term diet is dieters if you're there for longer than a month like when you open the diet you don't you don't nobody touches each other like there's no touching and um if you're there longer f- than a month and you, you become real, real sensitive to just even being around other people. Mm-hmm. Like there's sometimes I can't even be around people because it's just, I get you on that. It's yeah. just so intense. Yeah. Um, but this last time was amazing. I've, I've been working on this trauma on the left side of my head for really every year I've gone down there. Um, last year I thought I had it fixed thought it was some family trauma that my family experienced with the death of my grandma and the way she died. Um, I thought that's what was wrong with my head and my neurological system, that I had this family energy trapped. And it, uh, just the visuals that I would get when the shamans would clean that, just like really? real dark, horrible, just really dark mm. visuals. Mm-hmm. Um and then at the end of that month, I was like, oh, awesome. Okay, I'm good. And then um, towards like the last, the two months before I went to Peru, it's like I started to have the same neurological issues. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I thought I got this again? cleaned out. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was done with this. And gosh. Yeah, sure enough, first ceremony, I drink and the ayahuasca goes right to that side of my head. Mm, you could just feel the energy. 
Oh yeah. 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 I, it's ayahuasca is ruthless. <laughs> it's ruthless because it's mm-hmm. like it knows what it needs to go after for you to heal, and you're you have no control of that. Like, there's such an intelligence in it that is beyond what our minds can even begin to comprehend like we just can't comprehend the intelligence of this medicine and our bodies and how they work together and it's not made for us to comprehend i think some people get frustrated when they want to know all of it it's not that's not what this life's about to know every the ins and outs nope yeah nope and so yeah first ceremony goes right after my brain and i'm like okay here we go again (laughs) so it's working and um yeah, I am have some, like, some more family trauma that comes up because it's like the ayahuasca starts working and then you get visuals of, like, oh, like, weird visuals. And um, during the next day during integration, you bring up the visuals that you're seeing and the shamans are like, oh, that's this. Or like, oh, that's that trauma. They interpret or, it for you. Yep. And then they clean that that night. And so it's just, it's this constant, like, Cleaning. It's like wa- it's like soaking the dishes, yes. washing them out, putting them away. Soak yep. the dishes, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a little cycle. It's a, it's a it's a cycle, and so like three, I think on my Thursday ceremony, just is so beautiful. Um, I had this because they were singing to my head, like trying to center and clean out whatever was there, and. Um, my Thursday night ceremony was so beautiful. I had this incredible, incredible vision of like a ladder that let's say if you took a ladder and you cut it down the middle and the rungs weren't matching up. Mm-hmm. And I had this visual of this ladder like coming back together and like perfectly coming back together. I was like, okay, like what? I don't You didn't understand what, what it meant. Yeah. And then it hit me i'm like oh my brain is reconnecting like the left and the right hemispheres of my brain is that the dna like maybe like the you know how the dna intertwines Mm -hmm. yeah maybe that was like a dna thing it definitely involved dna um but it was more of a visual representation of like the left and right hemispheres of my brain connecting oh okay look at me trying to tell you what was that this (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll tell you what it means (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I started having other visuals of like neurons connecting. And oh, then wow. I got this vision of this, like I was wearing a helmet and this like energy was going back and forth, like connecting my brain. And I was like, okay, like ayahuasca, because you can interact with it. You can ask it questions and it will show you. For real? Vision. Oh my, because I haven't done ayahuasca yet. Yeah. For some reason, I've been... It just hasn't full other things have called to me and mm-hmm. so i've you know you know this like certain right. medicines call to you certain times but i do feel like it's it's coming this year mm-hmm. like i keep i keep getting like just little things like little hints drop to me yeah it finds you it it, it does yeah. and so i feel like it hasn't fully found me yet mm-hmm. but it's coming yeah it'll find you <laughs> it will you can't hide from it you can't, <laughs> you can't yeah. run and um yeah so i asked him like what happened like what happened to my brain to where my energetic brain was not connected mm-hmm. and boom it popped me back to a vision of when i was 10 11 years old riding a bike at a family friend's cabin 
riding a bike, wasn't wearing a helmet, crashed, hit the left side of my head. Oh my gosh. And it was like, this is, this is the injury that damaged your energetic body and disconnected the energetic hemispheres of your brain. I just got goosebumps. Oh my gosh. And that's amazing. Yeah. And then it was like, and then it was telling me that all of your, because my energetic body was weak, that's where all my trauma has been being stored. So I had a weakness in my energetic body on the left side of my head and all the trauma that I've experienced has all been stored there. And I was just like, wow, okay, okay, all right. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the time I was there, it was just, you know, more work on the left side of my head, the shaman's still pulling stuff out, um, because I was 10, you know, I'm 34. Yeah, you got a lot of... So a lifetime... Like, stuff stored in that trauma, area, yeah. Just, like, business trauma and... Um, just, you know, other traumas that yeah. we just, that's just part of life. Well, that we don't even realize were traumas. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. It's like, holy shit, I didn't know how this affected me in a negative way, but it did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it gets so granular. Um, so that was, I mean, I would say that was the highlight of my trip. Um, I would say an, an, another really cool moment was, actually I had two really, another really cool I'll, Kind of make them quick. One no, you was got your, we got time. You got just time. yeah, okay. yeah. I had another one where, um, so they call it a bomba, where you just lose all control of your consciousness. Like the, uh, the medicine is just so strong that it's like your consciousness isn't in control, and like you're just part of the universe. Just part. You're just yes. a part of the the tiny little yep. sand seeds. Yep. Sand and. <laughs> It's it can get intense. I mean, does that happen to everybody? Um, I wouldn't say everybody, Most. but um, I mean it happens. Mm. I mean that night, I think, I think almost everybody bombed because they added extra chacruna leaves. Mm. So it was just it was extra extra strong. Um, but yeah, I drink and the visions and the visuals start coming on, and I'm like working with it and then i'm i'm traveling dimensions like just moving through energetic levels how do you know that you're traveling dimensions um, i mean I, I feel like i could understand but for people that are listening especially that haven't really gone down this road yet mm -hmm. can you try to describe it yeah i would say so f like one level is like fractals and um like fractals and like um colors and patterns and like um, I would say that's like one level of it. Another level is just weird worlds, like an alien world. And then you travel through that and then you're in this like plant realm where you're seeing like plant energy. And then so traveling through like p some people travel through like alien casinos and just. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. everything's on the table, really. Um yeah, then I ended up, yeah, so it, it started to come on and then it just started to consume my body and it was dissolving my body. Like it literally felt like my body was being dissolved. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is pretty scary. <laughs> but, uh, but in that moment though, the interesting thing is like, were you scared? You, like, were you scared that that was happening or you just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about it? Both. 
Okay, because I feel like I've been there with some other things that I've tried, so I can mm-hmm. I can relate to you on that. The being dissolved, which yeah. is really trippy and weird. Yeah, really weird. Yeah. Um. So it was like just consuming my body and like pulling my body apart, and then I ended up in this realm of what felt like universal consciousness or God consciousness, where I was in this space of like this tower of light. That was like extending into infinity and just incredible, beautiful, but strong, strong, intense visuals of like wit, like arms of light, different colors folding in on itself and like moving oh, wow. and like colors that you've never seen. Yeah. I mean, the colors, it's just like infinite. Just, yeah, the most beautiful, bright, vibrant colors you could ever imagine. Like the full spectrum of colors, and I was, uh, I was like, okay, this is pretty interesting. So, like, God consciousness or like um, collective consciousness, like where consciousness mm-hmm. originates from, mm-hmm. and it was so interesting because I was, I, w- I wasn't a body, I was just a piece of consciousness. Like, I wasn't even my mind. Like I was, my consciousness was out of this body. Yeah, the little transporter space. that you got right here. Yeah, yeah, this vehicle. The vehicle. That we're all driving around. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Like universal consciousness, cool. And what, um, after I integrated that, I was like, oh, it's it was taking away my fear of death. You know, that's that's what it was doing. Um, and I've struggled with that, like fear of death. And I've like worked on it with other plant medicines. Um, but that experience was just like, I would say it's, I definitely view death, death differently now and like my own death and just death around me. Um, cause it's, I mean, for me, that experience was, there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this other, there's this other place your energy goes and so that was well death has such a negative term it does you know like you could actually say it's an actually rebirth yeah it's like it's you're getting ready to to live actually Uh when you die yeah you're just dropping this body yeah you're going on to another thing yep yeah yeah so that was that was beautiful and then this other part um other ceremony where the medicine actually pulled my consciousness apart and my mind apart, like my brain, mm-hmm. and like, like pulled it out and laid it in front like of me. Like you saw your brain? Yeah. Okay. It's like, here's your brain. Wow. And just completely separated it into all these different pieces and channels. And it was, it was so cool. It was showing me all the different programming that has occupied my mind so culture um like culture is a big term but like instagram was in there wasn't it yeah like school (laughs) like all my schooling Mm -hmm. was in there um the medical system um religion uh, and just all these different programs that have occupied my consciousness to it was showing me that these programs were running an underlying program within my own mind 
where I wasn't actually in control of my mind or my being and that I was actually being controlled by these programs. Like it's like zombie like, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like ego and judgment and fear and judgments judgment's a huge one. Um judgment is just like the program of judgment starts at birth. You know, like as soon as you're born, you're being judged. And then mm-hmm. you know, r- religion is heavily about judgment and mm-hmm. our culture and media. It's just, it's constant judgment. And it's just like showing me that judgment is this evil program that um, creates boundaries within your own consciousness to separate you from your own self and separate you from other people. Um, Cause it's like, insta- like I can judge you for all these like we have all these different layers and oh, filters so many. of judgment yeah and it creates separation mm-hmm. when like that's the program and that's the illusion that was occupying my consciousness and so it's just showing me like oh this is judgment and this is your ego and this is wow all these different programs this and, is phenomenal yeah and it was cool because it was like pulling them out like it was extricating like it was and it was weird because it, it shows up as like lines of code, like almost like ones and zeros. And so it was like pulling out like chunks of code and then it would get down into like these granular, like individual lines of code, like pulling them out. And as that was happening, I could feel, I could feel my soul slash authentic self spirit start to occupy my physical being more and then also start to actually fill out my consciousness and it's like no you're like you're in control not these programs like have awareness of these programs but don't allow them to rule you and so yeah I'm still integrating all this I've only been back two weeks I love um, it. I thank you so much for sharing this. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm eating. It. I'm right. Well, I'm like, God, I'm take. I need to take notes here. But you know, it's you're yeah. making me want. And I feel like there. I mean, there's always a reason for everything. I totally believe in. I don't believe by in chances, but you make me more comfortable. And I'm not saying that I'm going to have the experience that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is making me more open to wanting to try because I I think I'm getting to the point where I feel good. And I don't, and I don't, I don't know if this is just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing where I feel comfortable. I'm like, why would I need ayahuasca? You know, like mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting to that cause I've, I've journeyed with a bunch of other things and I'm like, what, what else could it pull out of me? Right. Like, I feel like I've already died five times, mm-hmm. you know, I've experienced the ego death and, but then I'm like, is that my ego talking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, like yeah. shit, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I feel like I have to at least try it once or twice. I don't know. I just mm. feel like I need to. Like yeah. it's this, this this need for some reason. Yeah, I would say if people are called to it, definitely do it. I mean, the center I go to, love it. And because it's, it's like they can, they remove blockages. Mm-hmm. You know, like they can, they can literally remove like, blockages to where your mind works better or like where your mind and body are actually connected better mm-hmm. or like you have discernment for your feelings and you like you understand what your body's feeling and um yeah and it, it's just it's it's magical it's, it's special you know i've talked to someone and i'm not going to name names um but i've talked to somebody that had a 
they did ayahuasca once and they had a horrible experience. And when I say horrible, they described it as almost like demons feasting on their soul. Mm -hmm. So have you heard of that? Oh yeah. Or has that happened to you? Yeah, I've had some really, really dark. I mean, it's, if if you're going to drink it and do it, like you are going to see all sides, everything, the dark side to the light side. Um, and, um, like energy of like, especially war, like this war is going, like this war broke out while I was down there and like people were having images of like death from the war and like, cause they were like tapping into the collective mm-hmm. consciousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, all these things come to you and you'll see demons and dark energies that are inside of you. And, um, but you communicate that to the shaman and those shamans, they'll get in there and they'll, they'll extricate them. They'll pull mm-hmm. them out and you can see it. You can like, you can sit in front of them and they'll sing to you and you can see them grabbing demons and dark energy wow. inside of you and pulling them out and throwing them, you know, either out of your body. I put them in a little or, fire pit. Like I would want a little yeah. fire pit nearby and watch them burn. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they put them, they throw them to the light of God. Yeah. So that's, that's what they do. That's everything's to the light of God. And yeah, I mean, it, it gets, it's intense, it's scary, but um, when you start healing and you you start to understand that th- these energies are inside of you mm-hmm. and that they're pulling them out and the next day you're, you feel so good. Like lighter and like everything. So like your body feels good, your mind feels good. You're thinking in ways that you've never... You know, your your brain is working in ways that you're like, oh my gosh, like, mm-hmm. like I became more creative down there. I started doing art, and I don't do art. <laughs> you do and now, like, like. I'm doing art now. So, um, I love that. But yeah, and it's all it's all energy, like all like I'm I'm really convinced like every health issue I've ever had is just an imbalance of energy, or I've got some um, dark energy inside me that is creating havoc. And that's well, why I go down there every year to get the cleaning to keep my energetic body like. And don't we like, okay, when you say, when you talk about dark energy, are you referring to like our shadow sides? Cause it's like we have, you know, the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. And so that is technically a part of us. So we yeah. wouldn't want to completely get rid of that, but maybe just learn to work with it. Yes. So there. So this can get, it, it's, I would say it's like multiple levels. So like the shadow self, yes, we all have that. And like, we should understand it and embrace it because it's part of us. But there's also energy from other people. That we're storing inside of us. Yeah. And that's what we don't want in our body. Yeah. Okay. Especially like a big one is um, like sexual trauma. You know, a lot of people go down there with sexual trauma. Um and that is energy from somebody else. And so that energy s- occupies your being. Mm. And so the shamans are really good at that. Like I had some sexual trauma as a child. You, like you have that darkness inside of you. And they, they're they able to ex- ex- extract that out. Wow. And, um, yeah, it all comes up in ceremony. Shit, I'm going to stay there for two months. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They Get have, rid of all the exes. <laughs> Because think about all the relationships you've gone through, like especially being intimate with them. Yes. That shit's stored. Yes. 
Yeah, they clean. Sign me up for a year. Yeah, they clean it out because <laughs> it's. I mean, it's all. It's it's real. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I believe so. it. Like, and just because you. I mean, and some people can, and and especially once you get, you know, more in tune with yourself and more in tune with the surroundings, you can actually physically start to see the energy. Mm-hmm. But when you can't, you know, people don't realize that we we do have this human biofield. Be like. Yes. Like what? I mean, gosh, can it go out to like twelve feet or mm-hmm. something like that? There's different layers in that. Mm-hmm. And so that usually gets affected first, then it goes into the internal and then it turns physical. Like there is a, there's that layering mm-hmm. um, in the different degrees and we don't realize it because we can't see it. Right. But we uh, can feel it. We can, You're right. And that's yeah. why we need to feel more. Yes. Then think. Yes. We need to do, do the heart first and then confirm it with the head. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was one of my big reasons why I went down there this time is like, I'm not feeling and the big thing that they were saying is like pork don't eat pork and then cannabis you know they're talking about how in the west we abuse cannabis yes we use it as an escape Mm -hmm. and the sticky energy of cannabis creates layers within our body that separate the body from the mind so you can't feel and that's really interesting yeah like this body is is such an intelligent instrument and when you're using things to numb out and escape, then you are disconnecting the, you know, the connection between the mind and the body. And are you referring to cannabis with THC? Yeah. Like, okay. Because that, like, usually, like, the escape is when... Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, and no, I, I mean, I think, we you know, we probably all know people that have been there. I've been there. I tried it, but I just couldn't. Thank goodness. I guess it was a good thing that I'm, I'm bad at inhaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is good because <laughs> it, it keeps it keeps the energy flowing. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. they say that it has a sticky energy. Interesting. Yeah, and that's that's the first thing they clean. Like when you go down there, are you a cannabis user? Yes. Okay. Or the first two ceremonies, we're just cleaning the energy of cannabis. What if you just done? Uh, Let's just hypothetically say that someone in this room has done just a few gummies with THC in it. Do you think that would, I would have to, or I mean, this person would have to go down and be like, I've had a few gummies in my history. I'm not really, this person's not really a user. Okay. No, okay. I mean, stuff like that. It's, it's more of like every day using okay. it to escape. Okay. Type usage. I, I think a lot of us have been there where we tried a few things like that, but. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and that doesn't connect with that person that I was talking about no. it just doesn't do well with her so right yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways so that's that's really interesting about the cannabis you know and i i believe this and i'm learning i, I gosh this life is so interesting it's it's mm-hmm. constantly like stepping stones you're constantly oh, yeah. learning i think it's phenomenal if you think that you know everything then no you just need to shut the fuck up and yeah, sit down you don't you will never know everything it's impossible but certain things come to you at certain times but what i'm learning and see if you can give me some feedback on this chase but what i'm learning is different plants have different realms mm-hmm. and i almost feel like cannabis is more on like the superficial realm would you say like how would you describe that with um psilocybin uh the bufa frog dmt uh ayahuasca mm-hmm yeah, so the I'll just refer to the Shipibo shamans. They view cannabis as a master plant. Okay. And they actually diet cannabis, but because it has such a strong energy, so 
it's a three month diet. And instead of taking it every day, like the other master plants, you take it once. So once a what? Once in that three month period. Oh, because it's so strong. Yeah. Cause the energy is so strong. And so it really? stays in your body that entire time. That's interesting. And I, cause the, the purpose of dieting the plants is to what? learn the songs. So the, the plants will actually give you songs to sing and melodies. And when you say diet the plants, kind of like microdosing the plants in a sense, like yeah. what do you mean by diet? So diet is, so when you go down there, they open a diet for you. So the shaman connects you to this, the realm of the plant spirits. Just what's made for you or just a variety of plants? The plant that you're taking for that, for Experience. however long you're there. Oh, okay. Cause yeah. you did, you were describing the plant that you yeah. were recently on. Okay. So. Yep. So he can, like I took Morosa for two mm -hmm. weeks and so he connected me to Morosa. And so I was getting that energy and feelings and emotions and crying and like, just, it was so awesome. Did you feel, did you hear a song or like see a song? Um, I had one, two, two ceremonies where like these little melodies will come to you like, oh, okay, cool. That's, that's okay. Oh, so like, yeah, these melodies, uh, Pino Blanco, I had like, it was like more than a melody. It was like the melody plus the language of the melody. Wow. And that's beautiful. So that's, I mean, that's what shamanism is. I mean, those mm. guys have, I mean, spent their whole life dieting plants and that's how they, that's how they heal you is you diet the plant. These songs come, these melodies come and then the songs, the ikaros, it's the healing energy from the plant. And so the plants are really using the human being as a intermediate to the plant world and um, your healing. Mm -hmm. So that's that, that's kind of how it works. So the shamans, so when you sit down with them and we drink ayahuasca together, when they sing to you, they're pulling from the plant realm. And the plants mm -hmm. are telling them like what to sing and Oh wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. So with cannabis, it's so that's so that's a strong energy. Very strong. So how does that compare to the other plant medicines that you think? I mean, uh, if you know. So they like they're they're all about the natural plants. So like psilocybin, you don't they don't really do any diets with psilocybin, um, but psilocybin isn't like a sticky heavy energy that can become addictive mm -hmm. and that's not really an addictive substance um i would say like the the general psychedelics aren't really addictive yeah it's, it's like it's agreed there's not addictive components to it like chemically you can get addicted to the experience but it's like over time like i, I i've only met one person that has ever been addicted to like dmt and he would smoke it like five times a day oh shit is it because he wanted that experience yeah he just it was so he, he's addicted to the experience yeah he used it as a form of escape wow um and but that's it i mean because they're not yeah they're just not addictive i think substances. yeah i think especially with psychedelics i feel like they just call to you at certain times and there, there could be a point where it does seem like quite a bit but then it just dies off it mm -hmm. just goes because you don't need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's you just know, lessons. It's yeah, like little lessons. It is. You drop in, you get the lesson. Like, okay. Yeah. Sometimes you're like a six week course, you know. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you just need it once a year or whatever, mm -hmm. or like a, 
Yeah. No, I, I can. I like how you put it. The lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like school. It's totally school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you drop in. The best school. You get the lesson, and then, <laughs> and then the real school is like the integration part. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, okay, now how do you, how do you integrate that experience, and how do you, like, bring forward the changes in this reality from, like, the lesson you got from that reality. Mm-hmm. Like integrating that is the difficult the difficult part because we get so used to like just operating in this reality at one mm-hmm. one way and then to like change that it's just it's, it's hard it's oh hard. definitely yeah i mean it's you literally like lose your mind to find it again uh-huh. it's a reprogram absolutely um i was gonna ask you chase so you have a baby on the way yes have you felt or had any visions or experiences about that that little soul that's coming to you Mm, I have not, um, but actually, I in um, in maybe like an indirect way on my year long diet, I had a vision of um, Talon behind me. It was so weird. It was this vision of we were all like Egyptian pharaohs, mm-hmm. and I was like in the Egyptian pharaoh reality. I can see that. And, um, yeah, she was behind me sitting on, probably throne. She's pretty royalty. Um, yeah, (laughs) a throne holding a child and like I was next to her in front over, like in front of a, in front of a crowd of people and I was like holding a staff. (laughs) No, not the peasants. It was like the other light warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that was like my only. <laughs> That's cool. And then, but she has had several visions, um, especially when we were down in Peru. Like the soul actually came to her and was like, wow. "Look, you need to get your body and mind right, so I can come into this reality." And That's so beautiful. After that trip, she came back and really she's been working on her, her bo- healing her body and mind mm-hmm. um, the entire time. Healed, yeah. her, healed her gut did a like almost a year-long gut reset program wow. so she's been it's been awesome it's been awesome watching her just like do it yeah she's doing the work yeah yeah, yeah. the work and that's the integration part mm-hmm. like you can have all these great visions and mystical experiences and these downloads but if you're not actually setting it in motion in this reality then you know, what do you you're, it's like you're uh, wasting lessons I th- I think that's, you know, and me being in like the energy and healing world, I think that's probably the mo- the biggest frustration with me when I do see people that have these profound experiences. See the line where the sky meets the sea. Call. Oh. <laughs> and look at there's a sign right there. Now, um, <laughs> they hang on. Let me freak. I swear it was on. Do not disturb. Um, they have these profound experiences and such enlightenment especially in that moment when i'm with them and then they do nothing with it mm-hmm. or they deny it yeah they eventually deny it and we're like yeah mm-hmm. you know what that was like and they and that is so frustrating to me because mm-hmm. it's like i want to just take him and shake him and mm-hmm. be like what are you doing like right. didn't you see like how do you like just you know it's like seeing something that like the apple's red and saying no you know what i really think that's orange now like mm-hmm. you know and it's so hard for me and i'm not saying it's very minimal that this happens, mm-hmm. but the times that it does, it's, and it's hard because I can't do that for them. Right. 
I'm I'm only just this guide. Right. You know, let me just help guide you. But you're you're the one that's doing the healing. You're the one that's, you know, making the change and doing the actions. And, right. And that's frustrating. Yep. Yeah, I think that's, a, you know, the, kind of the next frontier of um, psychedelics or energy work or people who have downloads or mystical experiences and altered states of consciousness, whether that's with plant medicine or, you know, an energy experience. But the integration part, that that component is just missing across the board. Oh, 100%. I agree. Yeah. And I think that's the next big, like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, we're all having these altered states of consciousness and, like, these incredible downloads, but there's nobody helping or teaching me how to, like, integrate that. Well, and, and I, it sounds like the place that you went to that got, that you did your ayahuasca ceremonies, that sound pretty legit with the integrating and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one girl that I think we ended up doing, like, some hape ceremony together. But she was talking about how she had these this amazing experience with ayahuasca, and I th- I think she did it down in Costa Rica or something like that. I'm not sure the the location, but she was saying how amazing it was. But then she didn't know how to put it. She didn't know how to interpret it in her life, mm-hmm. and she almost felt more lost than she did going in. Mm-hmm. And that really, and like you said, like there is that disconnect. I think a lot of people love to just serve mm-hmm. or love to guide, and then they they're like, okay, well, good luck, right. Well, you just opened a whole new fucking world for me. Right. <laughs> like, what do I do with it? Yes. Yep. You yeah. know, and yeah. that's why I'm taking this class, this, you know, psychedelic integration class. Cause yeah. Tell me what you're going to do with this. Cause I'm really intrigued. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I just want to help people integrate. I just want to help people integrate from their experiences and, um, also help remove some of the fear and stigma um, like this class is really good cause it's, it's educating us on like the actual science and data I love that, that has actually come out on, you know, psilocybin, just the general psychedelics, mm-hmm. you know, ketamine. Um, and so that's, that's kind of my approach and kind of how I'm going to use it cause the Western world loves data and it loves science. I know. So if you show people Barf. the data and the science, <laughs> Then it's like okay, maybe I know. Maybe I'm open to it. <laughs> so, so it's frustrating. Oh, it totally is. It's really frustrating. Oh but, yeah. But you know, it's it is nice though when you get like when you're working with a plant medicine or some energy or some like tuning fork therapy, mm-hmm. where there is some science that can back it up. Even though I could give less fucks, it's like how does it make me feel? Right. And like, our ancestors have used this shit, right. you know. Um, but it is refreshing sometimes when you can get the the science to back up some of the stuff, mm-hmm. which is nice Yeah, for the, the logic. What right. Is it left brain thinkers that are, mm-hmm. yeah, left brain thinkers. Yeah, it's, yeah. Feeling. I think that's been a big one for me is it's like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And I just, over the years, I, I haven't realized how disconnected from my body I actually was. And just, you know, through work and plant medicine, um, just starting to understand how our bodies are an instrument. It's such a delicate, delicate, intelligent instrument. And if you can, for me, like listening to my body more, my intuition more, like my heart more. It's like on my last trip, the shaman totally called me out. He's like, you just, it's, you're two in your head. You need to lead with your heart more. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, right. Yeah. That's, of course. 
course that's how you do it um but just being more embodied mm-hmm. and like okay i'm thinking about this person in this scenario how does that make me feel good okay oh, i should pursue that Ooh, does uh-huh. it make me feel good okay i'm not going to pursue that mm-hmm. um so that's that's a big piece of my integration is like how am i feeling especially around people mm-hmm. people's energy and um, how are you feeling right now great okay good at peace at ease good yeah. even though it's pretty cold down here but yeah. <laughs> and i have the heater on me i feel a little selfish no you're good i like the cold <laughs> And you have great energy. I mean, it was like the first time we met, I was just like peeked around the corner and I'm like, oh, it's just a table educating people on Reiki and selling hape. I was like, this is awesome. Let me go. I gotta, I gotta see what this, what she's about. And it was great. We sat there for an hour and talked. And I enjoyed talking with I you. I helped you sell hape. You did. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, and that actually that hape. I have some hape for you. That ayahuasca one. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I Do you uh, need more? Um no, I got about half a bottle left. Okay. I have some sananga for you. You're okay. gonna love it. Okay. Third yes. eye blend. Yes. It's so it's one of it's one of my new favorite blends. I have a few other new blends that you haven't tried, but I just got the sananga one in like a month ago and it's phenomenal. It's very strong. Yeah, hape, man, that's one that's like that's available to everybody. It's, it's right legal. There. That's what I'm like. Oh my gosh. I People have uh, gotten off their anxiety and depression meds. Um, I'm not saying completely with Hoppe, like with other things, but Hoppe has kept them going. Mm-hmm. They're like, instead of doing this, I just do a little Hoppe and I'm good to go. Because mm-hmm. it gra- oh, yeah. it's a grounding agent. Totally. So yep. I love it. I, yeah, I love Hoppe. It's pro- Before I left... Once or twice a day in uh, Costa Rica, probably like three times a day. And then I haven't done it since I've been back. Oh, well, you're going to try Sananga. But, um, um uh. yes, it's <laughs> powerful. So. I mean, it's. Well, when you haven't done it in a while, it really does. Ca- it can knock you on your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I love those times, though. I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> I've purged on it. Yep. I mean, it's. <laughs> Just cry, cry, cry. It feels so good though, huh? Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah, because it's just, it's mm-hmm. doing what plant medicine does. It's moving energy. Mm-hmm. It's moving stuck energy that needs to move. 100%. And sometimes that comes out in throwing up or crying or your body yourself. movements yeah. or shit yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you usually don't shit yourself. You go to the bathroom, but right. yeah, it moves. It's great for the bowels too. It gets everything moving and People yes. that are constipated or have hard time with their bowels, cope is phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chase, thank you so much. I feel like I'm going to have you back on the show for sure because I want to see, you know, what is going on in the Chase world and like with uh, Hemp Lucid, mm-hmm. um, update people on that. And also like there, you have other experiences, you know, with ketamine. You've done ketamine before. Mm-hmm. I'd love to chat about that because that's something that I'm unfamiliar with. Okay. Um, so I'd love to have you back on the show sometime in the next couple of months. Cool. And, you know, baby's coming. There's a lot of change, a lot of yeah, good change. Lots yeah. of big changes coming, for <laughs> sure. I have no idea what I'm in for. No, you don't. Parenthood yeah. is probably the hardest thing yeah. I've ever done in my, I mean, still done mm-hmm. in my life. It's it's hard, but it is it is definitely rewarding. You know, there's times where I'm like, I'd rather like have my fingernails pulled off, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, not to scare you, but there's, you know, it's, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's 
it's pretty much it's, it's interesting it's pretty much everybody's it not really advice because it's like everybody's like we can't give you advice it's, no it's the best thing but it's also can be the worst thing i it's just like okay well. it, yeah it's it's a weird thing it's like a great and an evil thing at the same time because it's like holy shit like now you know your whole life changes mm-hmm. for i think for the better most of the time but I was telling Talon, um, she messaged me, I think on something I can't remember. And I was telling her, or maybe when she made the announcement that she was pregnant and I was like, this is a love that you've never experienced. Right. It's literally a different dimension of love. Cause I remember when I first had my first son, um, I'm, I'm such a huge animal lover. And so my dogs were my babies. Mm-hmm. And so when I was pregnant, I'm like, there's no way this child's going to take a back seat to my golden retriever Coda at the time. Right. And people are laughing at me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I, I was literally that dead. Like, no way. Like this, this child is not going to go before my dogs. Mm -hmm. And the minute I had Boston, my first son, I mean, I couldn't stop crying. I, it was like this overwhelming feeling of, of the most purest, truest love. Mm -hmm. You can't describe it. It's the feeling. Mm -hmm. And I have never felt that like even after, like, I mean, with my kids here and there, but that in that moment when I first brought him into the world, it right. was like, holy shit. And this is someone that was like, he's going to take a backseat to my dogs. Right, right. So I'm excited for you to feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I I know it's going to break me. Yeah, well. Like, I already know it. <laughs> and like I've seen a lot of my friends, you know, they have kids and they're just like, oh yeah, you just, you don't even know what's coming. So like, I'm just, I'm expecting to, to break and just to, yeah, just like you were saying, a new dimension mm-hmm. of understanding and feelings emotions love love and it's like it goes back to love is the answer for almost everything i mean Mm -hmm. i think for everything to be honest Mm -hmm. um but i'm really excited about you experiencing that that emotion you both of you guys together and you know it it does blow my mind sometimes when there are people that are so disconnected that don't even realize what is happening right you know and so I think it's going to really hit you strong because you're so connected. Mm -hmm. You know, right now you're pretty connected to your body because you just came back from Peru and Costa Rica and went through it. You've you've gone through the work a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be really cool for you. Yeah. I'm excited. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited too. So yeah. So if people want to get your products, they can go to hemplucid.com. Yep. Um, And then you're in a bunch of stores. Whole Whole Foods yet? No, not Whole Foods. Do you want to go? Do you want to go into Whole Foods? Yeah. They're kind of pricey. Yeah. They're uppity. Yeah. It's too, <laughs> They're not like a good earth. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the good earth speed. I love the good earth. Um, I love good earth. They need to sponsor this podcast. Actually, It's on do not. Oh, this is my emergency contact calling me. That's why. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. We should wrap it up then. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, thank you so much. And um, I'm excited to try your other new products that you're releasing soon. And. Yeah, good luck with uh, parenting. Yeah, thanks. And if everybody or if anybody listening to this, you know, if you want to try some products, jump on the website, um, send us a message, just let us know you heard um, you heard us through this podcast. We'll, we'll give you guys a discount. Yeah, just then, mention the Becca Hayes show and they'll hook yeah, you up. Yep. And then if anybody out there needs help with integration, you know, I'd love to talk to people about these types of things. Um, my Instagram is Chase Hudson. I am reach me there um yeah yeah he'll give you 75 percent off you mentioned my name yeah i'm just kidding yeah, we could do something like that 
<laughs> He's very generous, guys. So awesome. Well, I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate you too, Chase. Yep. Music's good. <laughs> the circus. The circus.